two, three times, two to the six. Jonesin for your fix of that ALC mix. Welcome, everybody. It's been a really long time since we've done one of these. I am your host, Polly, of course, joined, as always, by the ever-lovely and gracious Taylor. Hello. Hey. You, you... Uh, Polly, what fresh hell have you inflicted <laughs> upon us today? Well, I, it's not all bad. I promise you, it's not all bad, because I bring with me also tidings of great joy. How do you feel about additions, adding things to your life? Uh, um, you, you know, things that may have not been there, you didn't realize you needed them until they finally showed up, and then it was like, ah, I know what we need for this. How do you feel about those kind of changes in your life? I know like a lot of people are into that Marie Kondo stuff of, I want to throw stuff away. It doesn't ignite. It doesn't spark joy. But what if I told you I had something that does spark joy? Well, let's hear about it. We have with us a brand new member of the Album Listening Club. He has been a member of our fine community for a good number of years, but he's only started speaking to us over the last couple of years, I'd say. But we noticed him a lot jabber John in the music channel of our Discord, and I was like, I we probably need to pull that guy in. He's got a lot of things to say about music. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome our new member to the table. Join, also joining us in spirit, of course, is, is, is Byron and Deepner. They, they will forever always be a part of us, but please welcome to the table. There's an extra leg of turkey for you. Here you go. Psychic Heist. Welcome to the show. Wow, that was a that was a very nice rollout. Thank you. Oh gosh, <laughs> I do my best. <laughs> I do these off the top of the head. Like I think Rhett and John think that I plan their Soxcast intros, and like I just do that shit off the top of my head because I think writing that stuff sounds boring. <laughs> keeps it organic, you know. Keeps it keeps it popping. You know exactly. So, it makes it. Yeah. It's like that way when I say something extremely just lewd and naughty Tourette, you know, you can hear him kind of, yeah, he's got that sound he makes when he hears something like that. Oh, <laughs> you can always, you can feel, you can feel Rhett blush every time. You can it's feel great. it. You can literally hear the boy blush. It's fantastic. <laughs> That's what you got to do, though. You got to keep podcasts organic. I don't like a lot of editing unless it's, you know, like, unless you're going to, unless, unless Taylor's family needs food. I should probably edit those spots out. <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but we're absolutely stoked to have you here. We thought, you know what, like we, we the, the first idea was like, you know, like let's let's bring you in for the the album of the year stuff. But maybe 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 that feels a little too intimidating to jump you into the shallow. You know, like we're not taking you into the shallow end. We're just throwing you to the sharks. But I thought, you know what, we're going right to the deep end. Go, yeah. We can't throw you to the deep end. That'd just be rude. That's too much pressure. Like what? Well, let's let's give you. I mean, a I'm. I have been training. I have been training oh. like, every day, like getting up early, you know, like putting on the headphones, writing, you know, calisthenics, getting it all going. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> getting exactly. that cardio going for those long blurbs that you've got to spiel out for 10 whole albums that you enjoyed. Um, uh, I'm just yep. picturing the Rocky Four montage. There you go. That's that's yes. that's pH every morning. Just, just <laughs> getting up, chugging no. them protein shakes. Like this, this is a man that is ready for some podcasting. It sounds like hearts on fire, blaring in the background. Yes, <laughs> it's perfect. 
<laughs> it's perfect. But we could not be more than more happier to have you on board. Uh, I think you're going to have a wonderful time here, and you're going to fit right in because you like music the same way, the way we like music, and you also seem oh, yeah. pretty. You also seem pretty funny too. So that's going to do you. Oh. A good bit. It's gonna do. It's gonna take you far. You're gonna go far, kid. You got. Oh, thank you. You got thank spirit, you. kid. You're number one. <laughs> hey, I get that one. Hey. <laughs> so. Well, thank you. What we do here on the album listening club, in case you did not know, is that we review albums every now and again. I don't know that this is something we're bringing back and doing all the time. This is kind of more of a special of, uh, occasion. We're, we're jumping our friend in. We're pulling him in because we're getting used to the podcasting. So I don't know if we're going to be jumping back in and reviewing albums at, at, at a regular pace or anything. Or we may. I don't know. I don't plan this stuff out anymore. You know what happens when you try to plan a podcast with people that that you don't talk to like all the time on a regular, regular basis? You get the album listening club that disintegrated in 2018 because it just got too hard to manage. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in Byron's defense, he did, like, go have a kid. He, he kind of had a kid. Yeah, that's important. That's important, I guess. I guess. Now, now, I, now, I, feel, now I feel bad because I told my family to go away. Oh, no! <laughs> We've done terrible things. <laughs> I was like, listen, this means everything, so... Um, <laughs> oh. You got you. You can you all can go to grandma's tonight. Um. <laughs> Dang man! Well, this is the like. If there was an event that you were gonna throw the family out of the house for, we think that you picked the right one because today's album of interest is that hot new Limp Bizkit joint that just released. Yes. Still sucks. So the fun thing about this album is that it happened to release on October 31st of this year alongside a new Insane Clown Posse album. And I feel that, that if, the, if there has ever been an indication that we live in the most cursed timeline <laughs> ever, <laughs> the fact that we get a Limp Bizkit and Insane Clown Posse album on the same day. Now, mind you, our original plan was actually to review both of those albums. But like then, in one sitting, reacting in one, live. In one sitting, reacting live. Yes, and and yes. then I saw that that Insane Clown Posse album was 75 minutes, and I said to myself, I can't... Like, it's it's less about putting others through that misery, because I will put people through some misery for my own benefit, but I would have to be involved in that 75 minutes, so we're going to just back off of that. <laughs> we're going to pull things back a little bit so yeah cursed timeline we, we picked i think the better of the two albums to kind of drill into and take a look at maybe uh, me, like me and ph absolutely listened, we listened absolutely. To, me and ph listened to a bit of that icp album and uh our boys don't know what a hook is oh no oh it's it's shocking it is <laughs> i i think i described it as like it's like a baseball game, and they're throwing the pitch, but they're the the batter's already swinging before the pitch. Like that's how the hooks work in that. You know, it just completely whiffs, like whiffs by a mile. Yeah, um, like the dude is just standing there swinging a bat. He's not even paying right. attention to being in a ball yep. game at all. He's just swinging the bat, and literally, he swung three times at one pitch and literally struck out. He's swinging the bat, but he's facing the wrong direction. Yeah, it's just, it's all sorts, man. 
I am somebody yeah. who I don't mind an odd ICP track and here and there. I don't know that I've ever enjoyed a full album of theirs. But when I heard the, the garbage that was on the new thing, I was like, man, people are yeah. going to buy that. <laughs> I, uh, to me, I think the, the only the only worth in, in that album were some of the song titles. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like uh, Clown Drippin'. <laughs> That's real great. You can like picture a clown dripping. It's real good. <laughs> uh, fuck Regret. Yeah, that's uh, good. Uh, don't touch that flower. Don't I don't touch know. That, that just seems funny to me. Uh, <laughs> slap, slap nut. Slap um, nut. That's real good too. Uh, and then uh, bitch, I'm fine. Bitch, I'm fine. <laughs> bitch, I'm fine. <laughs> just gotta work yeah. that into casual everyday conversation from now on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If um, I was, if I'm gonna subject myself to 75 minutes of ICP content, it's going to be making my friends react to <laughs> Juggalo Championship Wrestling oh, Volume One. God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not on. Yes, because not only were those guys featured on television for all three major promotions in the 90s, oh my they God. also run their own uh, wrestling promotion, which I think, I think a officially still exists but hasn't ran a show since like 2013 or something you know what good on them like i'm I'm not gonna be one to take away from their success like they earned everything they have they didn't have radio player record companies behind them how all right i will give i will give them the props they deserve for all of that i just think that like 98 percent of their music was butts (laughs) yeah Speaking of 98% butts. Speaking of 98% butts, we are here to talk about Limp Bizkit. And uh, first of all, what, like, let's start with Ta- Taylor. Do you have any history whatsoever with Limp Bizkit, like, at all? Hell no. Okay, you got nothing for this segment, then. You're just like, maybe I heard something in passing. I saw a Fred Durst picture once. Well, I mean, I've heard, you know, I've heard Roland and Nookie mm. and... Based on the uh, based on the quality of those tracks, I have opted to make mine a limp biscuitless life until now. That brave, de- you are brave soul. Just to- you are <laughs> depriving yourself so that others may enjoy the biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, psychic heist. Uh, oh boy. So you, you oh, like? Yeah. Do you have any history with Limp Bizkit oh. prior to this, oh. or at all? Like prior to us ever t- approaching you, did you ever? Yes, you do have history. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. I was there. I can't say at the very beginning, mm-hmm. but I was there like seventh grade. You know, um, TRL. We've yep. got we've got you know this band that comes on and they're singing. You know, Nookie. And yep. being just a kid and like having like theories with my friends on what's Nookie? Oh, no. What what is that? You know? Uh, for like two weeks and then until someone someone finally told us. Uh, and then like and then just laughing, laughing uh, at the song because we thought it was funny, right? Because it's, right. you know, so you can take that cookie and stick, stick it, it up, up your ear. Like, what does that even mean? <laughs> what does you can take that cookie and stick it up your yeah mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it was, it was, it, so that, and it, it took off. I mean, where, where, where I was from, anyway, I, I, I'm pretty sure that, that, that album, uh, Significant Other just took 
off. 14 to million, 14 million copies. Oh Jeez. my lord! <laughs> that album is 14 times platinum, I believe. Wow, man. So That's you were there at the apex, like kind of like when it was all getting going. You were like right after three dollar bill when significant other was kind of mm. starting to catch. Yeah. Um, yes. And I came in right at the start. I came in at the front gate because I had a friend who lived in Florida when they were kind of blowing up at the time. That was like, hey, yeah. I, I, there's this band that I'm listening to. They're a rap rock kind of thing going on. I'll send you a CD. And I'm thinking, cool. I like Rage Against the Machine. And I get uh, they they, they burned me a three uh, a copy of three dollar bill and I I did not hate it I still think and having revisited that album as recent as last week I still think three dollar bill holds up I think that is a, like when you look at new metal albums like that is one of the more kind of like yes that that album kind of deserves to be in that spot of kind of being at the forefront of where that movement was coming from at the time uh, and it's a Ross Robinson produced joint and it sounds really ugly and kind of broken and like it's going to fall apart at any moment and I kind of admire that about it um yeah 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 I, it's um, sort of the same thing I admire about the first system of a down album is that like mm. it's he produced that as well and it, that album's just rough and raw and in this album I never thought I'd ever have to compare these two bands favorably um, you know, the system of a down and limp biscuit, like the, those two records are just like my entire jam. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, so recently, Oh decided... boy. You <laughs> against anyone on this planet, Earth's <laughs> better judgment. Our new pal put himself through a bit of what I'm going to refer to as a self-imposed hazing. <laughs> what did you do? What did tell them what you did? Look at them in the eye and tell them what you did. I uh in less than 48 hours I listened to the entire Limp Biscuit discography. Oh god. <laughs> And, and this was a journey I got to see happen in real time because he was in contact with us over Discord the whole time, and it was yeah. Oh, so how'd that treat you? It's uh, probably as you would think. Um, <laughs> you know, when, when I do when I do that kind of thing, like I already have like the the memories um, as a kid. You know, when, when I was thirteen <laughs> and fourteen, of of how I thought it was, and then as you know, as you grow in your musical tastes and your your opinion, and as, as you develop that, and then you know, you kind of go into that kind of project thinking, like. You, thinking of one thing like oh this is this is gonna be you know pretty much like you know a bunch of like yeah and like you know fuck fuck you know fuck you <laughs> like, I mean, it's just kind of the, there is a lot of that uh, to be fair <laughs> yeah um and you know just kind of that bratty uh you know angsty um I'm, ta know, just... I'm taking pictures and throwing middle fingers because I yeah, don't know why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I always always think of like Limp Biscuit as kind of like like the uh, the soundtrack to like Jinko jeans, you know? <laughs> like they're just like I think that, and that's <laughs> what like, and that's that's like that's how I felt like going into this. Uh huh. Uh, so, um, yeah, that the first one though, that the the first album, it. I would like to go back to that. Mm -hmm. You know, that's of, of of the things in the discography. There's two um, mm -hmm. that I feel like I could go back to uh -oh. uh, just to kind of explore a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know, just because the first album is the most sort of like 
I think they had a lot of fun in the studio with that. Like, there's just, there's, there's, uh, that's how I remember it anyway. Yeah, like, it, it sounds like a band that was actually having fun writing and right. recording this music. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And um, uh, from, you know, from there, when, by the time you get to like, you know, significant other, that, that, that would be the path that Limp Biscuit would be kind of known for as yeah. the, I kind of think of it as like, like red hot chili peppers meets corn uh you know that's yeah. that's kind of, that's kind of how i think i mean i mean the uh the rage against the machine um that's definitely a influence for them but when you go it's like i, I didn't i guess you hear that more in the first album but yeah. then, it, then it kind of gets goofy later on and kind of like corny and just lyrics that just make you kind of <laughs> Fred Durst is never going to win any competitions for his... Definitely not. <laughs> no. Um, so, yeah, and, and um, you know, well, I, I, I don't want to lose, I don't want to lose track of the album we're going to be talking sure, about Sure, 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 yeah. Um, but, yeah, it, it is what you expect. Uh, some of it is, there is some, there, I will say there's some unintentional humor in it <laughs> that is... Um, <laughs> really really good uh, uh si significant other has the song called uh no sex oh, God. um that is it's so cringy and so oh. like uh you know i'm paraphrasing it a little bit but it's like i'm trying to keep my pants on but she keeps it you know inviting me to dive back in kind of thing he literally um, says it's my sex it, it, it's your sex and my ass that keeps yeah. pulling me back in my ass! I don't want to think about Fred Durst's ass ever. No, anytime Fred Durst is is trying to be sexy. Oh or, God, no! Like, oh God, you know it's it's just it's like no, I don't want to, no. He's no. gonna sniff your panties. Um, He's gonna sniff your panties, though. Oh gosh! Oh God! Yeah, yeah I was definitely some some. Uh, things there that just slayed me like was was absolutely uh i can't believe they said <laughs> yes to this you know uh, when it comes to I, the... I don't know why <laughs> when it comes when it... go ahead i'm just like it it makes me wonder what the recording of these albums were like what you know like the ideas that come around how did they Put it together like i'm just i'm just curious you know because um this might be a little off track but like west borland i think is, is kind of interesting mm -hmm. um in spite of all of it yeah. and like what you know, i mean he did leave the band yeah you yeah. know so he yeah, had his fill that turned out real well for him oh <laughs> uh, yeah yeah a big dumb face uh, put out a pretty okay album and i didn't mind um what was that other album it's called mesopotamia by another band that he has uh black light burns that's a pretty okay, okay album okay um and i'm not, I'm not familiar with uh with those and i'm mm. really not super familiar with with wes's work right but, um i it just seems like he he seems to be the sort of the you know he's he, he's kind of the he's the creative he's the, mind the, in that band yeah, like he does like a legit he's a serious musician he's a legit right. serious musician he's the artist that does all of like the album art all the vision stuff like like all of the creative vision in that band is him yes yeah yeah um so yeah i would 
I would pay money just to see what they would be like in the studio. You yeah, know, if that would probably doc- be fun. <laughs> like like a documentary of just like how how it how that worked. Just because it it's odd to me. You know, it's just it's, it's like what. Who said that was a good idea? Yeah, like, you know? who, how do you have this this great guitarist and, and and John Otto is a fantastic drummer as well. Yeah, um, yeah. I think Sam Rivers is their bassist. Like, like they have very good musicians in their band, and they are fronted by this complete dillweed. <laughs> That's pretty much the best way to explain Limp Bizkit, isn't it? <laughs> So you're saying though that on the other side of the Limp Biscuit uh, discography, that results may vary. Yeah, <laughs> I made it funny. Yes, r- results <laughs> may vary. Uh, absolutely. So um, it's uh, I've I think the, uh, the 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 real damage of doing that though of listening to all the albums is that you know, and I I'm gonna give the the band a, a bone here, but they can uh they can write the hook where it kind of like just sinks into your brain. You gotta hate uh, that sometimes, especially when yeah. when it's like when it's something that Fred Durst is singing and that came from his mind, it's like, oh no, that's gonna be stuck in my head for a day. Great. Right. Yeah. Right. And the thing is is sometimes um around the house I'll just kind of I'll sing hooks no. out a little oh, bit. Oh no. And you catch yeah. yourself and it feels terrible so, every time. I do and well the thing is I just feel bad for my wife. Oh no. Like, <laughs> you know like this cuz this happened this week and she's it's been just you know she she she's got a pretty high level job and mm-hmm. you know when she comes home to decompress <laughs> she like she likes to bake, you know. Right. So, and it's, she's been she's been having a hell of a week, and there she is, and she's like, I just want to bake some muffins. And yeah. here I come into the kitchen, mumbling under my breath as I'm searching in the refrigerator like a chump. Hey, like, like a, a chump. chump hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's so and good. and uh, you know she looks at me, and I'm like, I'm sorry. It just look, it's infected me. This is like the like like to your detriment, I guess. Uh, in a way, you've you've thrown yourself to to the wolves on this pro- this, this this project. Like all of this in preparation to review well, a 32 minute album is kind of right, astonishing right. to well, me. Yeah, I just want to be. I just want to be like the A plus student on Limp Bizkit going in. You know? Y'all, like, I, I, research. Nobody you know? knows more at this point about Limp Bizkit than you. Like you are the you are the Limp Bizkit professor that we're all gonna go to. <laughs> Future generations will look upon your work in the field of Limp Bizkit. Just don't ask me about anything on Gold Cobra because I do not remember anything from that album. Oh no, uh, that's unfortunate. So- Except it's last track, um, because it was the last track, and it was like, oh, you're trying to be the cure now? Like, oh, no. I remember I remember Anthony Fantano reviewing it and just eating a plate of spaghetti. That's right. That was that's uh, right. That's yeah. the only thing I remember about Gold Cobra. All right. Yeah. Speaking of Fred Durst wanting to be the cure, Uh-oh. I've noticed that Limp Biscuit loves, uh, you know, ruins classic rock songs every once oh, in a while yeah yeah, yeah they kind of they got into that like like the, like faith is what really kicked all that off and even like I, even if i like three dollar bill i actually never liked that cover of faith because i don't like making shitty versions of good songs and then that being the joke like there's a track on the new melvin's album that came out this year working with god of, that's just a remake of i get around but it's just changed to i fuck around and it's just like I don't think this is funny, I guess. Yeah. It just kind of feels yeah. like a waste of space. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah but and yeah, you get the. Although I don't know what's worse when they're trying when they're intentionally making fun of the song or when they're doing just like a straight cover of Behind Blue Eyes oh! that isn't good. Oh yeah, Behind Blue Eyes is pretty bad. Oh man. Did you know that yeah. Aaron Lewis is who he learned how to sing from? And that's like why Fred Durst sings the way he does, is that does not shock me. Yeah, like uh, when they were making when they were making Significant Other, Aaron Lewis was in the studio with them kind of coaching him vocally, and that's sort of why Fred Durst ended up singing the way he does. Now. I would totally pay yeah. I would totally play a movie ticket price to see that. Just to oh. see like Aaron Lewis coaching printers. No, you gotta be whinier about it. You gotta be more wanting and longing for things that you 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 need to pretend that you you need them, but you already have them. So you've got to really act. God, I hate Aaron Lewis. Overpronounce it. Overpronounce yeah. Oh, just it. really dig in there. Just like get in that Eddie Vedder R. Get it going so hard. There you go. There you go. Just to well, what uh, to what Taylor said about uh, Limp Bizkit, You know ruining songs or like really good songs mm-hmm. um i i looked on the like the set list fm of of what they play like on live and concerts and there there's a lot there's a lot of covers yeah they um, out there they've always done a lot of covers like uh it's just always been a big part of their thing like they do hip-hop covers they do like soft rock covers like it's always like so it's not like they did it for the cloud or anything it's just something that they always do it's just they kind of always sound really bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I was I was going in a little bit of a rabbit hole. Um, you know, just kind of trying to look up cover performances today. Actually, just like <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I feel like you know what, Limp Biscuit. They could do a covers album. I could see it coming. I could oh just, I, God! You know, I just. I see it. I see it in the future. I see it happening. Coming so. straight out the toilet. <laughs> That's what they'll call it. No, they'll cover straight yeah. out of comp, and then just call it straight out of toilet. Straight uh, out of toilet. All right. Yeah, but, and, but, and it'll take them. T- and it'll take them ten years to finish it. Speaking of, I'm glad you mentioned that because this album that we're getting ready to dive right on into is what I would consider basically Limp Bizkit's Chinese democracy. This album supposedly took ten years to come together. Thirty-two minutes of music. So remember that coming in as as, as we. As we dig into what is about to happen to all of our ear holes here, uh, remember, this is a 32-minute album that took 10 years to all come together, um, and somehow, just through the magic of whatever human sacrifices needed to be made in the year of our Lord, 2021, they made it happen, um, and that's it what equates, we're... It equates to about three and a half minutes recorded per year. <laughs> Did, to listen to Wes Borland talk, they had, like, hours of material, and just Fred was never happy with anything. <laughs> what do you need to make Fred Durst happy? You need all the music that landed on Still Song.
It's time to rock this motherfucker Cause I'm always out of style Never change my style Cause my style is kinda fresh You bitches asking for a sound check Check one, two, bitch You barely touched the ground yet Choked up on your bounce game Coming down the mountain Copycats, you lucky that I let you hang around me Check three, four, bitch Get out there on the bounty In the war zone Got these campers all around me We should be on the same And we start with Out of Style. Um, this is kind of like the out-at-the-gate banger almost. This is unexpected. This is the first... This is like what I would have released as the single myself. Um, this is like the song that when it started, I was like, you know what? If I was a guitarist, everybody would hate me because I would only want to write riffs like that. <laughs> I get it. Like, that's... It's it's chunky. It's got It's syncopated nicely. It's got those weird ass bins it's like i think this album actually gets off to a pretty good start what about y'all yeah i was listening to this and thinking oh god am i gonna end up am i gonna <laughs> end up kind of digging this mm, good first impression right yeah because i thought oh this is kind of groovy actually i mm-hmm. can dig it mm-hmm. uh you know, I'm i'm gonna guess it can i don't know what the lyrics to this song are because they don't stand out to me as much as they do on uh, some of the songs to forthcome. <laughs> but yes, it's got a very groovy, riffy kind of thing going on to it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it feels like it kind of feels like I'm listening to like one of those corn helmet ragey kind of era bands. And like, I'm into that. So I'm here for it. I liked it at the game. What about you, PH? It's okay. It's oh. all right. It 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 it, 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 does, it does bouncy. If you, do, I feel like if if you were just to kind of put this on like background mm-hmm. uh, noise, I, I think I could just, uh, you know, I, I would tolerate it. I, I could see it at parties, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, um, I, I, it has a weird flavor to me though because it kind of like it does like the chunky rock thing, right? As mm-hmm. you all were talking about, but then it like it goes into this like kind of spaced out um, you know yeah like yeah. I, I love that like but they, like i am a student of the new metal so like that's just par for the course um you're right this is i mean it does bring it does it does very well and i think probably intend to right is is to kind of bring back that feeling oh yeah you know um it's but though i i do like lyrically in this um it's it's a it's a track where uh, I'm very confused, uh, you know. Uh, what he's trying to say. The yeah, like it's so at odds with what it, with it's like he's just saying and singing words. Right, right. Because uh, I feel like the chorus is almost like, "Is this Limp Biscuits? We are the world." Like, <laughs> yeah, right. Talking? We should be on the same team. <laughs> yeah. Oh, when the first time I heard, we should be on the same team, motherfucking same team. If we ain't, then we nothing. I lost it. That made me laugh out loud so hard. I just, I just, I was like, oh. <laughs> he's trying. He's going in here. He's going to make the world feel it. 
Yeah, you know, because it does have that feeling of like Limp Biscuit, like Fred Durst, right? He's 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 just been like I don't know. Um, he's been reflecting on what's happened in the last couple of years. Right? Yeah, like, like maybe we're getting an introspective Limp Biscuit Fred right, Durst right, right. here. Maybe yeah, we're getting like, some substance. Maybe there's something he's, here. He's like, there's so there's so much division right now. You know, we need to unify. Yeah, so, I can get behind um, that. And I can too. I don't begrudge. I don't begrudge him. Um, but you know. But then it like it. Then it kind of flips over to the, <laughs> you know, my style's so fresh. And I'm like, what happened here, you know? Fred? Did you just like? Did you just this? This is a thing that I a, a criticism of this song that I think is going to carry us through a lot of this record is I think that all of these songs are not have were it never at one point prior to being a song they were never part of the same composition i feel like mm-hmm. these songs are pasted together from bits and pieces of other things and made into songs with pro tools yes yeah yeah which is why um, you get these weird lyrics about let's unify the world let's it's time to heal takes time to be real time to heal each other um and and, and then you know i'm always out of style because my style is fresh <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 interesting, like what he's even trying to attempt there. Because I was like thinking about like, okay, he's out of style, which is true. Uh-huh. Limp Biscuit right now is not like trending. Yeah, like there's a know? there's some self awareness here that you can get yeah. behind. Like you, it's like okay, maybe like again, introspective. Like you maybe have kind of looked at like what you've done in the past, and maybe yeah, that stuff was kind of fucking whack, wasn't it? Now, but but now we can be self aware. And, and and we can be in on the joke now too. Maybe that's yeah. where we're going. Yeah. Um I, I would like to point out that this was I think around the fifth listen of this mm-hmm. track. Um I noticed that the the lyrics just repeat. Yeah. Um and I it just it just took me back for I was like, oh wait. Why didn't I notice that? Yeah, I did not notice that until my second or third time through. I thought that those were like I thought there were other verses. I thought that yeah. there were more lyrics, but no, it's just, oh, no, mm-hmm. you have a loop, and you did it two or three times. This is like the the, the big complaint I have with uh, Death Grips' um, Government Plates is that album is mm-hmm. a, a lot of loops that are kind of just put yeah. together back to back to make a longer song. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that's very much the feeling I got with this song. Once the magic is like, oh, no, oh, no, now I know that it's a copy and paste job. Yeah, exactly. You're like, oh, no, I know the magic trick. Um, so... I don't know. It's a track that I think starts around the lines of like um, we're told about a brighter future. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, with this album, I'm telling you, that's a lie.
to our next track, and this one I feel, uh, this is Dirty Rotten Biscuit, and I feel like this one sounds like it just fell right out of a 1999 as an undiscovered significant other outtake. Yes. <laughs> uh, I feel like 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 I feel like he's not rapping a lot on this song because he knows that if he goes on too long, he's going to say something corny. <laughs> yeah. So he starts singing! We get a lot more singy Fred Durst on this album than I was expecting, which I know, like, if you mm-hmm. go, if you listen to their discography, there's a lot of singy Fred Durst. Um, yeah, this is, um, this album has a lot of results made very uh, vibes about it. That ain't good vibes to be having. You don't want somebody to it's, say that. You don't want me to, you don't want to hear that track two into two into 12 <laughs> tracks. Um... But yeah, like, and this is also where you start noticing, and, and I don't know that this was ever noticeable or it was ever utilized on any of their previous albums, but this is the part where you start noticing a lot of pitch correction. Does anybody know what vocal pitch correction yeah. is? Okay, I'm just wanting to make I sure. I do. All right, yeah. Uh, Fred Durst cannot hit a lot of the notes that he's singing on this album. And usually when you work with uh, when you work with pitch correction, you try to get the best take you can because you obviously want to work from a, you want to work from as good a take as you can get so that when you're pitch correcting, it doesn't robot so much and that like the frequency mm. the frequencies don't get sucked okay. out of your words because you'll notice that I like thought he, there was something weird going on with his vocals when he um, sings certain words, you'll hear it sound yes, like you'll hear it yeah. sound like he's smushing his mouth closed. That's compression and uh, like fucking up of um, frequencies to make his voice hit a note that he's not able to hit in that performance, and this is like okay. this is a light bit of it in this song. It, like he can I like he is doing okay on those choruses um, when he's singing like the hard loud. Like he's doing some of that okay, but when you get to other points, you can sort of hear it kind of pulling his voice up, and you can hear little bits and pieces of the performance getting smushed. Um, it's not as, uh, it's not as evident here as we'll hear it later, but it's very evident, yeah. uh, here. Um, so, uh, what do you, what do you think about this track, PH? Um, well, first personal question. Sure. Uh, how do y'all feel about, how do you feel about biscuits? Both of you. I, like I, I am a big fan of Cheddar Bay biscuits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Big old fan. I like I, I like I like good biscuits and gravy. <laughs> oh God, biscuits, good, yeah, good southern biscuits and gravy that'll keep you full for like twenty seven hours. Like eating cement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, where 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 I'm from, that we're all about biscuits and gravy here. Oh so. hell yeah! If you if you ever visited Taylor, you you'd be in good hands. Oh, good um, stuff. But uh, yeah, it's uh, so no one here though likes hard biscuits. Mm. Right? Yeah, I'm, no. No, no, I'm not a big now I like my I like my biscuits nice, soft and fluffy. I don't need a dirty rotten biscuit. Yeah, yeah. Um and we, we, we just you know, we don't need it hard and no. loud. No. Um no. so this track to me, uh I think is just gross. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well you do know what a limp biscuit is, right? Like no, no, you don't know what a limp biscuit is. Oh no, well, I don't. Let I me ed- don't. let me educate you. You take uh, it. This is why this is why I'm excited about this this whole this podcast is... thing. I'm gonna learn so much. <laughs> this is weird. Gonna... This is weird. Guys doing things that are really gay and not admitting they're gay things. Oh, so it is a bunch of dudes that come on to a biscuit and they pass it around and eat it. That's a limp biscuit. Oh man, that is a. Yeah, they named their band after that. 
I'm enriched. There you go. Thank don't you. you feel more? Don't you feel much more knowledgeable now? Don't you feel your day? No, your life has been improved with this knowledge. I think I think my understanding of the band has unlocked. <laughs> um, I, mean, I think yeah, yeah. I think there's an improvement here. Mm. Like, it, it all makes sense now. All right. Well, <laughs> now it makes according, sense. <laughs> yeah, according to Wikipedia, they also considered the names Gimp Disco and Blood Fart. I like Blood Fart. Wait, I wasn't it Vaginal Blood Fart. Uh. <laughs> Yikes. Maybe. Yeah, I, I'm pretty well, sure it was well, vaginal. Now, now I know it was. I'm pretty sure it was vaginal blood fart because when I first read that name in a magazine, I was in a, uh, I was in a class. Uh, I think it was a health class, fittingly enough. And I remember showing it to my friend and saying vaginal blood fart, and the teacher hearing it and going, "That is the grossest thing I've ever heard. Do not ever say that in my classroom again." Boom. <laughs> 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 uh, you see, I, I hear a name like vaginal blood fart, and I think it's a like an anal cunt out take yeah, or something. Yeah, right. Yeah, you think grind a grindcore outfit like that? Yeah, yeah. Oh man, um, yeah. So dirty rotten biscuit, another uh, uh, unpleasant thing. Um, mm-hmm. I will say it's this. Uh, having listened to the discography. Um, I think this uh, this track has a little bit of the, the DMX worship on it. Oh, you know yeah. the way the way the way uh, you hear. What? You yeah, know, like he's adding to it, of course. But yeah, yeah, it has that sort of like what that sort of like DMX that you hear from a DMX track. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, I think this 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 track right here is uh, very key to me to I th- a lot of my. Uh, problems um, that I struggle with uh, with Limp Bizkit and it's um, I want to try to focus on the the, the instrumentation mm-hmm. um, but Durst's vocals <laughs> are just weird <laughs> yeah all it, over he's all he, over it yeah it's the Fred Durst show and it's been that way since right. Significant Other unfortunately just, yes. that's how their yeah. albums are mixed now he is front and center Yes, um, and it just it takes it. You know, you 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 really. I mean, that was that was a note I wrote because I listened to this album first before I went to the discography because mm-hmm. I wanted to listen to it in the state of like, okay, uh, how would I listen to the? You know, what's my reaction to this and how I remember them, and yeah. then go back and listen to the discography to be like, oh, so that's you know that's how it was. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, and I can say. Absolutely. If if there, this really represents um, that. Uh, the, I, I like you said the Fred Durst show. We're just yeah. we're just you know we're everywhere. You can't. It's like you you're you're going around every corner and Durst is right there in your face. <laughs> you he, can't escape him. He's like yeah. Jap- he's a Japanese horror video game. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor, do you have so. any thoughts on Dirty Rotten Biscuit? Well. My general thought is, yeah, he's certainly saying a whole bunch of words, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. It's he's like, not a... Look, as as somebody who does appreciate a lot of hip-hop, and I do understand that Fred Durst is a student of hip-hop. Like, the dude legitimately loves, loves hip-hop music. He is entrenched in, like, 80s underground shit. The dude knows his stuff. And I admit that yeah. he, can, he can actually flow. Like, the dude, like, he's not stuttering. He's not being, like, like none of his raps, I think, are being tempered with or, like, you know, like, to, to make them fit the, the rhyme scheme or anything, like, in, in the studio. Like, that dude can rap. 
Uh, he yeah. just can't write. Yeah, no. So it's like, and with this, it's, uh, you know, a lot of like the guitars and the drumming on this album, there's a lot of moments of, okay, yeah, that's pretty groovy, but I was, li- but I was listening to this album and I'm thinking, oh, hey, yeah, we got another song that's kind of, it's a little more straightforward and a little more rap rocky than the first song. So I'm like, this is kind of more what I was expecting yeah. from this album, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm like, it's, yeah, it's all right. Uh, there's, we're still in the phase of this where I'm like, hey, I'm surprisingly not too down on this. Yeah, like by this point in the record, on my first listen, I was like, okay, you know, okay. That track was a little less than, you know, what I liked out of that first one, but I'm still here. I'm still here. I'm okay with this. I don't know. I I just don't ever want to hear it. Give it to me hard uh, from Fred Durst. I... Check out your dad with the swag on the floor. Mama going brag when I walk in the door. Y'all ain't never seen a gorilla in the mist. Walk the line so fine with a blindfold. Keep in mind though, hot dad riding in on a rhino. Got the roll on the rap with the dad vibes. Now everybody bounce with the franchise. is this was the comeback single uh dad vibes this is like the, the, the this really shocked me that this is the one they went with uh, i mean i understand why because fred durst changed his entire look uh mm-hmm. for to, to seemingly just fit this song and promotion for the album um and this is just kind of like 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 this is like for me anyway this is like ideal Fred Durst rapping where it's like it's an alright flow and the lyrics make no sense but they're absurd and self-aware and really silly and I like that because again we're at a point in the record where it still feels like oh they're kind of in on it now like they know that people kind of look at them like they're like he even makes a reference to new metal one hit wonder like he (laughs) like it's it's you you know like it's very clever and fun and like this dad vibes thing where it's just like it's an easy image to 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 get in your head of like you're just a cool dad a cool (laughs) hip-hop dad or something and i appreciate this song silliness i think that just i wish there was more to it I think that it just having like the verse, the two verses, the chorus, and then like that nothing of a bridge, um, yeah. it yeah. needed more. Yeah, you you mentioned earlier that you know out of style and dirty rotten biscuit. Even you can kind of tell where uh, stuff is just kind of looping. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so yeah, this definitely feels like something that was constructed in an Ableton live session in yeah. about ten seconds. Yeah, and. Mm-hmm. It's it is very catchy. Yeah, I'll give it that. It really is. I, I like I liked this song when it came out. I was like, yeah, like that sounded yeah. pretty. Fu- that was fun. Yeah, yeah, and it's you know it's not quite, but it's also it's a very lightweight song in oh, about yeah. two minutes. Yeah, and uh, yeah. There's going to be a bit of a running theme, I think. Oh, man. Like, it's funny, like, you know how I always do these podcasts? I put in, I put in like, 
I put in a, a clip from each song, you know, so people know what they're getting into. And it's just like, if I put in a 30-second clip, that's literally three-fourths of the song. So yeah. some of these clips are literally like, I'm just playing most of the song for you. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, you, you, you're going you're gonna to hear enough to be able to mentally fill in the blanks yeah, for like, the rest. Because of the way, like, this album seemingly is constructed with a lot of copy and paste, um... You know, uh, that's just kind of like how it's going to have to be. What about you, PH? Any any dad vibes? I mean, you are the dad among us, so... I am the dad, uh, does this I got song, the dad vibes. Does, does this song give you the dad vibes? Does it, does it evoke dad vibes in the way that you feel is fairly representative to all the dads out there? Absolutely. Hot dad riding in like a rhino. Yeah! Abs- absolutely. Dad's this, so this, clean, this... he a mop. <laughs> <laughs> I know the lyrics yeah. to this song, okay? I like this song a lot. <laughs> I do too. I think it's the best song on the album. Yeah, it's really um, good. It's it is um uh so I saw you posted this in the Discord. Mm-hmm. This was before I even knew there was there was supposed to be a Limp Biscuit thing. Yeah. Um and uh first time I listened to it, I was I was like <laughs> I was cackling like in a good way. Yeah, like, yeah. I was like, this is just genuinely fun. It's yeah. funny. It this is how I this is how I remember them back in the day, but they're <laughs> like they're having fun with it. Yeah. And in, in a way that's not like in the, the, the angsty way. And when I say like I remember them, it's it's kind of like uh it's it's the it's the flow. It's 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 there's sort of cadence about, you know, with the rip, dad got the sag in the back with the drip, come yeah. and get a sip. Like, that's... that's <laughs> he still like, got that, that swagger, but it's about yeah. dads. About dads. <laughs> and, um, you know, I... W- when you had suggested we should... Hey, let's, let's listen to Still Sucks. And uh, just off the strength of the single, I was like, you know what? This might be one of those albums where it's like, it's... It's kind of self-aware and, mm-hmm. and um, you know, a bit tasteless, but mm-hmm. it's, like, in a good way. Yeah. Like, kind of, you know, or, like, or maybe it's some sort of, like, it's a funny character of themselves or, or like, embracing some deliberate, like, trashy, their trashy music persona. And, you know, like, in the way that, uh, like, Zach Fox, for yeah. example. Yeah, yeah. Right? He's just, like, it's, it's, it's a joke, um, but, like, there's, like, and, but he, like, he just embraces how sort of, like, tasteless and, like, trashy it is. Yeah, just completely it's, irreverent. It's kind of awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's what you like, get from I this. Like, right. And I like, I like characters. Yeah. That are, like... They're kind of irredeemable. They're kind of assholes, but like they're trying hard. Yeah. You know, like they're trying to be a better person. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, um, I was, I was like, if if this album is kind of coming in with that vibe, that dad vibe, that um, dad vibe, <laughs> I would, I would, I would be all about it. I, I think that'd be that'd be so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I. I don't know if that's the that that wasn't really the case though, you know. Um, but look, I, I've listened to like again. I've, I've probably repeated myself so much. You're all like, we, we get it. You listen to all the biscuits. <laughs> um, but I um, I will give them like one or two passable songs on most of their albums. Mm-hmm. Like I will I will admit to like one or two. You know the the um, the debut album out of the way. Yeah. And um and I you know I I'd also like to Unstoppable 
the, sorry, unstoppable, uh, the unspeakable truth part yeah. one. Yeah. Right. Uh, that's, that's kind of, that album right there is kind of like, what? Especially after. How did they know, the, come from, how did they come back to that? Right. Right. Um, I'd say that's their, that's, I'd say that's their rage against the machine. Yeah, definitely. Right definitely. Um, so, uh, you know, but all the other ones, I, I'll give you like one or two songs. I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm, I, I like it, mm-hmm. you know. Um, uh, so this, this, this dad vibes to me is, is definitely that it's, it's the, uh, I think just the best song I, w- I wish, I do wish it was a little bit longer, of course. Yeah. Um, but I'll take it. And I, um, you know, I, 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 I think they try for this again, uh, in the album. Yeah. Uh, it just it just doesn't it just doesn't uh, it's messier you know uh, uh, this, this might be the only song where I, they it seemed a little more focused so mm-hmm. even it's it's two minutes and thirteen seconds at least it seems like it's cohesive enough um, <laughs> you know to to pass off so yeah love it coming in with the dad vibes. bitch is is the cypress hill track um, <laughs> oh my god like all they need to do is add like some creepy organ bed under and it literally yes. would be a dj mugs beat yeah mm-hmm. this is a very a very accurate pastiche of early <laughs> 90s hip-hop god now i want to yes. hear be real on this beat <laughs> <laughs> um uh, I, I, you know, there's, uh, there's one lyric in here about like, um, you know, Limp Biscuit being one hit wonders, yeah. and I'm like, I was like, listen, y'all, y'all, y'all weren't one hit. You wonders. were way more than what you four, 14 million albums, and your next album after that still did like seven million. Like, exactly. come on, like y'all, yeah. y'all were kind of a big deal. Like, you don't get to be like absolutely, yeah, you don't get to claim one hit wonder here. Like, if you want to like make fun of the new metal like tag that you get on sure I, i'll let you have that despite the fact mm-hmm. that i have no grievances with new metal whatsoever um if you yeah. want to take that and wear that and to be the thing that you are you know to, to be the thing that makes you suck but you can't say that you're a one-hit wonder because there are literally numerous singles that you've released that have gone very high that, that have charted very high yeah <laughs> yeah you know it's not like we're it's not like we're talking about uh Oh man, what even was a band from that time period that orgy. nobody remembers? Orgy. Orgy. I was about to say that. That's crazy. Yeah. I was going to say traps. <laughs> yeah, traps. Traps. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's yeah, that a one hit wonder for you. Yeah. Drowning pool. Yeah. That one's a little more uh, unfortunate, however. 
<clears throat> yeah, when your singer dies, it's a little bit different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that shit hits a little different. Um, yeah, like, what, what do you think of this one, though? Like, I, I, I didn't think that, like, okay, it's not a bad rap song at all. Like, and, like, no. he, he's not embarrassing himself, I don't think. I, I mean, again, it's, it's one of those, um, songs, um, I think is kind of agreeable as like just a background thing. Like mm. you just weren't, you know, it's just, yeah. you just want to have a fun little like throwback to, you know, this sound. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it's incredibly breezy. I think this is where, this is where it reveals to me in this album, like, oh, this album's going to be real breezy, isn't it? Yeah. Like it's, it, um, you know, I, I think it's um, a Limp biscuit. you know, another one of those songs where they're like they're they're trying to sound kind of tough well, mm-hmm. well durst's trying to sound tough in his <laughs> yeah. lyrics at He's least really. you know what fred's not <laughs> you know what fred's not doing on this album a lot and that i appreciate He's not going into that higher register where he sounds like a spoiled oh, the child. The, the Yelp yes. is shit, yeah! He's not doing yeah. that at all, and I'm wondering if yeah. there's a conscious effort there, and he knows, man, that sounded yeah. real awful. Right, right. Um, and I, I will I'll, I'll also give it to him that, uh, for some reason, the, the, the lyric, King of New Metal from the Trash. Yeah, um, that's real good. It, that makes me smile. Yeah. So, um, breezy... It's really inoffensive. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Taylor? Yeah, this is this is perhaps the most straightforward song on this album because it's just... It doesn't change know, tone at all. It, just, it is that beat. It is a rap showcase over a beat and a bass line that wouldn't have seemed out of place on a longer, early, mid-90s hip-hop album. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the, 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 it, the Cypress Hill, like specifically, because they are yeah. very much about those upright bass uh, uh, samples and and, and, mm-hmm. and play. Yeah, that definitely works. So yeah, it's it it goes by pretty quick, and it's not even you know, I I haven't we haven't gotten to we haven't gotten any of like the cringe inducing type stuff that i associated with limp biscuit back in the day mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's not so, singing about he's not he's not ta- singing about sniffing our panties so that's yeah, a, that's no, a plus I, that's a plus yeah i don't need 51 year old fred durst singing about sniffing panties oh man no one needs 21 year old fred durst yeah i think i think we can all yeah. largely agree yeah <laughs> You know what's funny is apparently a lot of his sad sap love songs are because Britney Spears turned him down. Yeah, oh. I remember hearing about that back in the day. Yeah, they were apparently I they dated. They dated they were for a, a while. They were a thing mm-hmm. for a while, and she was, you know, she had no more. She didn't want any more of it. And apparently, like results may vary up through like everything else. Like those love songs were all about Britney Spears. Uh, you know, I wondered because there's there's a track on this one that made me think that when Uh-oh. we get to it. Uh oh. Um, <laughs> that's where we get to. We'll it. get uh, there. We will get there yeah. on this journey. Um, yeah. But yeah, like I, I I agree. Like this is just it's a it's there. It's a, it's an inoffensive rap song, and Fred Durst is doing his thing, and he's doing it well. I appreciate it. Not good. Like it's yeah. not it's not great. I'm not going to go like, I'm not going to be like, all right, I'm going to go to the Spotify playlist and put turn it up, bitch, on my 2021 yeah. jams. It's not going to end up there. I'm sorry, but 
it's well within his wheelhouse because he's obviously a competent rapper, if Absolutely. not necessarily a competent wordsmith. Right. Yes. <laughs> I'm standing here on the ground. The sky above, it won't fall down. See no evil in all directions. Resolution of happiness. Things have been dark for too long. Don't change for you. Don't change thing for me. Don't change for you. Don't change thing for me. Uh, but hey, let, let's burn all of the goodwill I had towards oh, no. this album and talk about don't change. Which, as we briefly alluded to in the intro, is a dreadful cover of an NXS song. I don't even have any particular uh, memory of this particular NXS song. As soon as I heard the acoustic guitar playing, I'm like, oh no. Here it comes, here it comes. He's about, Freddie D about to do it to us. <laughs> yep, yep. He's about to do it to us with a whiny auto tune. Do y'all know what? I want to ask y'all once more. Do you know what pitch correction is? <laughs> it is this song personified. He yeah. cannot. He's hitting nothing on that chorus at all. Like, have you, like uh, y'all listen to the Little Nas X album? I'm sure, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So you Absolutely. remember? You remember? Am I dreaming with Miley Cyrus? Mm-hmm. And, and, when, oh, yeah. and when Miley starts singing, there's not a human being. That's not a human being singing that. Yeah, I I don't know if I I don't know if I would say it's that bad, but oh. it's still blatantly obvious. Ooh, yeah, you can you can mm. literally hear the 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 pitch correction on this song, pulling his voice up to hit those notes in the chorus. Um, Is it? This is so good to learn, kind of this uh, the science behind it. Because I, 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 when I listen to this song, it, it, I'm always like, I'm like, what the fuck is that effect? You know, like what's, uh-huh. what's going on there? Yeah, he um, can't sing that. That's what. So he's letting the studio make him be able to sing that. And again, mm-hmm. it sounds like they didn't have a good, t- a better take to work from. Because if you're, if I can hear, if I can literally hear your 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 pitch correction, like sweating to help you hit a note you yeah. go back and do it better <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's one of those things where once you know what that sounds like you can never unhear it again yeah listen because again you'll hear it sound like they're squeezing their mouth shut when they go to higher notes and that's just that is just frequencies being crushed and manipulated to make that work it's the ones and zeros happening yeah yeah <laughs> I'm, you're gonna like you're gonna have the veil ripped off. Like music is no longer gonna be magical to you if you hang around me long enough. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, this is bad. I don't like like it's it's. I mean, it's not offensive. I guess it's just well. It's, I mean, it's you know, this is it's this is 
the guy at the party with the guitar. Oh no. Oh, you, know, you know what I mean? That's such a perfect. Yeah, that guy always sucks. Oh god. I wonder if Wes Borland's playing guitar on this or if this is just a solo Freddie D joint. Ah, who knows? Uh, I will so, say when uh you know, when, when there's like over infliction of the lyrics when he's like too long. Oh god, yeah, loud. Strolling it out, baby. <laughs> Uh, that, that definitely made me chuckle. Um, <laughs> gotta make you feel things, man. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, it's, you know, it's uh, just another obligatory, uh, obligatory, sorry, cover song of, um, of much, much better song that's just yeah. brought down. So, yeah, just, uh, come in and drop the big old limp biscuit on top of a song that was originally pretty okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I think up in my last listen right before we started doing this, I this was one of the skips. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I I I like even when I hate tracks on albums, I I never skip them when I'm doing re-listens because I'm an idiot. Uh, but uh, so I, 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 I guess I guess I'm I guess I'm in the uh, the idiot uh, yeah, boat we, as well. We're I mean, the like yeah. Taylor is like Taylor is more than more than happy. Like I got no fucking patience for this garbage. <laughs> somebody's no, gotta have taste. Somebody's gotta have taste. Isn't this isn't this track like? Let me see. It's like a minute Must and be, a half or something. Two minutes uh, fifty five seconds. Good lord. Okay, that's yeah. a long time to be listening. <laughs> than I thought it was. Um. Yeah, because it, it does. It's another sort of. It does feel breezy too. You know, it's like. Uh, it's just know. because it's an acoustic guitar ballad with like a verse and a chorus, <laughs> and it's yeah. just like, yeah, that's that song. Fred Durst, uh, he's still fe- he's still up in his feelings, and we're gonna be the ones to pay the price for that. And you bring <laughs> out the worst in me. Um, what is this song, and why? Like, what is the competition here? What, so what, what, what is the composition here? Is the word that I meant to look. What's the composition? What is this supposed to be? Uh, so it's half a U two song and half a Kill Switch Engage song. Yeah, I think I think that's apt. Yeah, yeah, I man, I, I was because I was wondering harsh vocals. Yeah, I didn't yeah. even know that was a thing Fred Durst did. Yeah, he yeah, did he, that first album. Yeah, he he album. does a yeah. lot of screaming on that first album, and then once Significant Other came out, like no, we're done, we're done with that. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean. I think my first note on this tr- uh, that I have written down on this track was, "What is this gravy?" So, um, 
it's such a weird flavor of a song. Uh, yeah. It's the worst track on the album, I, I would say. Oh, um, so we've reached your worst track. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't, am yours. I jumping the gun there? Like oh, the no, 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 no. Okay. I like it when people, I like it when people are like, yeah, this is the one I hated the most because like I, yeah. I have in my brain like what I think's the worst. And it's like, I like yeah. seeing those, I like seeing those come out over the course of a review. Oh. So yeah, All this right. is, this is the one where you were just like, well, this one's the puke bucket. It's just, it's just so awkwardly executed. Yeah. You know, the structure um, is just dreadful. Not, none of these pieces sound good together. Right. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. Maybe you, maybe if you had hashed out this arrangement a little bit longer, yeah. you, you could have, you know, you could have, t- you know, taken this from lousy YouTube mashup into something, you know, like heavy metal ballad, like "This Love" by Pantera, or something like that. You could mm-hmm. work in the you could work in the feelsy stuff with the kill switch engage somehow, but just not this. Not way. The, like not just like not. But again, like like I said, so much of this album feels like none of these songs were actually full songs. And they were just pulled together. So, like, this chorus was just something else they wrote, and these verses were something else they wrote, and they smushed them together because there's a, there's the quiet part, and then there's the screamy part, and that's how you do a do that's how you do a new metal. Yeah, yeah, it definitely seems like Fred Durst was sitting alone with an engineer in a studio for like six months before this album, just <laughs> pulling pieces of riffs and previous recordings from the last 10 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This album's yeah. had kind of a strange release period, because uh, it's only out on streaming. There's no purchasable copy. There's no physical copy. Oh. There's no liner notes that I can they find. Just, they just dropped this out of nowhere. Yeah. 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 Um, they, they, they knew. <laughs> I fucking hate Limbis. Me too. That's good, I got something we can do. Grate them? Yeah, shred them like cheese. Dope, cause I fucking hate them. Please, that motherfucker Fred Durst looks like he fell out his mom's face first. Yeah, you're telling me he's got no swag, his rap sucked like a vacuum bag. Damn, that's what's up, my G. He the worst white rapper that they'll ever be. <laughs> sure as fuck ain't no Eminem, looks like he's got Drake's pubes on his chin. Yeah, he's a punk, punk ass bitch, you won't ever catch me listening to any of his Feel the same. Jokes on you. You missed one clue. We don't give a fuck. From what I see, you always do. That motherfucker Fred Durst is like a Freddy. Makes my head hurt. <laughs> Moving on uh, is the point in the album. Where I had to stop, I had to pause it the first time. I had to stop because I had to, I had to stop and I had to like push myself away from the computer for a moment. And I said, "Oh my God, wait a minute! This isn't self-aware silliness. Fred That's Durst right. is actually still mad that there are people that think Limp Biscuit sucks. This yep. is this is." I don't cringe at a lot because I think that that's such an overused phrase. This song's fucking cringe. Yeah, uh, let's be, uh, I guess let's put a scientific name to this. This song is, I have two 
pre I have two canned responses for Love the Hate. Okay. My first canned response is how a 32 minute album wears out its welcome. And my second is like watching Scott's Tots from The Office. Oh second hand em- second hand embarrassment. Oh my god. Yeah. This is so this album is Fred Durst rapping about himself like, you know, he's a chump and, and nobody likes him and, and like it's two people rapping about how much they hate Fred Durst. Let me drop this this nugget on you. That motherfucker Fred Durst is like a Fred ache. Makes my head hurt. <laughs> a Fred ache! Uh. <laughs> I wanna look, I look, I am I love bad puns. I am the look, have you seen my Twitter? I make the best <laughs> ones. But I heard Fred ache and I literally felt like I was gonna get blown out of my chair backward through a wall. Fred ache makes my head hurt. Nah. This song is yeah. the what is this hook, by the way? It's just he's moaning about ha ha ha. Jokes, jokes on you. Jokes, jokes on, on you. you. I don't really care, except I do. Like, dude. I know. It it this is definitely <laughs> one of those songs. Uh oh. You know, like, and these type of songs are rampant throughout the entire, their entire album. Oh, uh, no. Like, they do this just, more than once? Not, not, not in this style, but in the theme of, like, we don't give a fuck. You know, oh. like, like, but you're like, well, why do you keep making these songs? I was going to say, don't write the damn song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> write it, record it, keep it in your back pocket, and just put out something else. This is the worst track on the album for me. Oh, I agree. This was another skip on repeat lessons. This is just this. This song is a turd. Just God. Yeah, no, this is one of those. This is one of those all time bad songs on this album listening club thing. Yeah, like this is like this could reach the levels of Paranoir. Yeah, I mean it. Hey, I'll give Love the Hate one thing. It's a it's, fuck of a lot shorter than Paranoir. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. It's not Paranoir in that sense. <laughs> There's no weird racism in this song. Uh, that's also a plus. It's like, yeah, oh, hey, no no weird racism or <laughs> sexual assault stuff going Congratulations, on. Congratulations, Fred Durst. You've made it. You're better. You wrote a song better than the worst Marilyn Manson song. <laughs> um, I think because I treat this song more like a like an interlude skit, mm-hmm. you know, than like an actual song. Sure. There's, there's, to me, this is not a this is not a song, you know. Uh, <laughs> I guess it is. I don't know. Uh, I'm um, just trying a, to think of being a Limp Biscuit fan and they took <laughs> 10 years to make an album and oh th- and this is something that's taking up time yeah 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 i i mean i i was curious uh what limp biscuit fans thought uh, of this album <laughs> so i i did a little research and went on to the uh the limp biscuit subreddit how they doing over there uh, how they living man they love this album oh my god <laughs> i could not i could not find any really bad I didn't now mind you like I like I've spent a lot of time on Limp Biscuit so I wasn't like trying to like spend a whole bunch more no <laughs> uh, looking up opinions I do have something of a life um but I could not really find anything negative about the album other than like hey it's short but then like you would have uh you would have someone always respond like it's quality you know cuz 
Slayer's Reign of Blood was only like 28 minutes. Oh, you give know, me a so break. Uh, yeah. No, you can't compare this to Reign of Blood. <laughs> well, that person. Yeah, you want to know the difference between this and Reign and Blood? I remember I the rem songs on yeah. Reign and Blood. Yeah. <laughs> once, once we're done with this, I ain't going to remember shit about this <laughs> album. <laughs> um, yeah, so they're happy um and then i look on their youtube uh, and limp biscuit still it's got like 1.32 million subscribers i may need to double check that i mean they probably got a damn good haul of, yeah, of, Spotify, so, of spotify listeners too right, so right they've got I mean, a, they, every, they have a following you know it's um every, almost every song on this album has over a million listens and dad vibe has seven million i what wow what well, I, I mean, this might actually speak to how some music is produced nowadays, right? Where sure, yeah. Uh, we're making shorter tracks so they get played again. Oh, absolutely. You see this? Right? That, yeah. That's Very because you only, need, you only need 30 seconds to get your Spotify payout of yeah. 0.04 cents. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And, and the Grammys yeah. keep lowering the, 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 the time, uh, the, the running time for what an album is considered. I think we're at 15 minutes now. What? I think the last time I looked it up for Grammy consideration, album, like uh, an album qualified as any piece of music with five songs and 15 minutes of music. And I'm like, that's literally a fucking EP. It's like you're literally half of the first Ramones album. Yeah, like, like <laughs> that, is, that is half of Dookie. You rub my patience. I lost my patience. You fuck up everything. I know you cannot see beyond the nose. On your face, you clean and now it's misery. Barnacle, get off of me. You rock my patience. Speaking of punk rock, we've got Barnacle, which sounds like an Offsprings outtake. I, it's like it's kind of grungy too. Yeah. Um, like like I felt it like like it felt a little more grungy to me. Like uh like like maybe like a faster Nirvana, one of the faster Nirvana cuts that just kind of mm. in there hits you in the face and out. Uh, yeah, he's like, he's got that kind of kind of thing yeah. to his voice. Yeah, like it's uh, I mean this song's okay. I don't hate it. I don't, you know, like I, I, I've not heard Limp Bizkit do something like this, so it was interesting when it started. Is like, okay? I've not heard you kind of go this route before, because uh, there's no there's no hip hop in it at all. It's just a very straightforward like yo, it's a rock song. Like okay, I'm, it's there. It's not terrible. It didn't offend me like the last couple did. Uh, you're not really pulling me back necessarily, uh, but yeah, no. For for me, I was like, yeah, this album kind of this album kind of got driven off a cliff. Yeah, like they you yeah. ramp this motherfucker off, and they ain't no pulling it back. Like the best we can do is hope there's a survivor or two. Yeah, yeah, I feel like that happens with uh, you bring out the worst in me. That's that's kind Ooh. of the point where we're like, oh, this thing is unraveling, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Barnacle, on the other hand. I don't have much to say about this mm. one. I think it is just in and out. And, yeah. Um, I I have a hard time recalling it, and I've listened to this album probably 
ten times. Because there's not a hook uh, to it either. It's just it's just yeah. the verse and barnacle get up. Yeah, it's got yeah. the same sort of lyrical themes of you know, I don't know, like I guess like I don't know, haters and yeah, it's got that vibe. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, hate vibes. <laughs> yeah, hate vibes. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, I mean, I also kind of picked up on some like '90s, like I guess grungy kind yeah. of stuff in, in it as well. Um, but yeah, not much to say. I yeah. it's it's, 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 <laughs> it's, it's a, there. Yeah, it is a track on Limp Bizkit's ninth album, I think. Still sucks. That's uh, that's the best I can give it. I see your demon. They've been reaching for a reason to displace your Makes me feel like I'm living inside an empty hole. Empty hole. Empty hole. Yeah, there's pitch correction in there. Don't worry. I was going to point it out. Don't worry. Yeah. I I feel like anytime anytime someone says empty hole, you need to have the background of a vocal going empty hole, like right behind you. (laughs) Like. So yeah. this track right here uh-huh. is to me the gem of unintentional humor. Oh, like, really? Okay, okay. This, this is the one that makes me laugh. That <laughs> I will just randomly sing around the house. Empty um, hole. <laughs> this, are you making fun of Fred Durst's feelings? He might be making fun of Fred Durst's feelings. Oh, I'm not no. trying to make fun of any feelings. No. I just I'm I sure think... they're legitimate. It's fine. It's just you're expressing. I'm sure, I'm, <laughs> I'm, hey, I I I appreciate your, your feelings, but let's talk about your lyric choice a little. Oh bit, boy. Okay? Oh boy. Like, and let's talk about empty hole. Mm-hmm. Um, for the I mean, generally, I think of holes holes as kind of empty. <laughs> right. Yeah, a hole is called a hole for a very specific reason. <laughs> like, so, it, it defines itself quite literally. I, I just, I, if I could su- maybe just do, like, um, a lyrical suggestion mm-hmm. for improvement of this song. Because mm-hmm. I, I, just in my brain, if I could, if I, hearing Fred singing it, with this lyrical improvement, I think makes the track genius. Okay. Um, I think instead of him saying empty hole, mm-hmm. it should be man size hole. <laughs> um, Cause that just tickles me. Like, it's just like, you know, this, he's got this, you know, he's got the man pain thing going on. Right? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, I, 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 can I, can can we workshop this? I got a suggestion. Sure. What sure. if it's a pining song, right? And he's pining for somebody. A U-sized mm-hmm. hole. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, yeah, it's... it's This track is... It just... It, it definitely... Um, I, I... I... It... 
it's it seems like a parody of um, <laughs> really does. Of, of this type of thing back in the you know two thousands of the like I don't know you're you know you're you're like I'm a really serious like like ballad person singer songwriter itis yeah yeah you know um you got your jangly uh, you got your jangly acoustic guitar recorded in a lo-fi sitting you know like that's kind of like what we were having back in the like 2008 era vibes (laughs) (laughs) hey there Um, delilah yes there you go (laughs) um (laughs) you know so it's it's it is um it's something that I've written. I like one. I think one of my first notes was like, "Is this a joke?" Like, <laughs> you know, like, well, what is going on? Um, but I, I find it hilarious. I, I, it, 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 it gets that from me. It's not intended, of course. Uh, the, what he's, what he's going for, but um, you know, something about empty hole. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> it it uh. slays me. Yeah, yeah my. my my only thought about this was, well, it's shorter than the last acoustic guitar ballad, and oh my god, this album's almost over, let's just keep going. Right in the pill popper, um, Limp Biscuit. Man, they tried to make a message. We're gonna write a song with a message, you guys. Pills are bad. Yeah. Yes. yeah. There you go. That's the song. It's got like that driving beat. It's a uh, little Give me my medicine. <laughs> yeah, like again, this kind of medicine. Yeah. It reminds yeah. me again of a sort of like maybe a bit of grunge influence kind of happening here. Um. Those drums are in no way real. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think this song, like, I get it. I, I think you're, you're, your head's obviously in the right place here. I get it. You know, opioid, the big problem right now. Like, I get it. Um, I just, I don't know that you're saying enough. I mean, just acknowledging that there is a problem. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah, like, it's just, it's so surface level that it's just like, I don't know. You're, it's. It is a song on Limp Biscuit's album still sucks. Yeah. It's a song that it's a song that has so few lyrics you could be forgiven for thinking this is on the first Stooges album. I mean yeah, like let's see, like what like Nirvana's school has I think fourteen words in it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So. And to a certain ex- to a certain extent this kind of reminds me of that yeah in between bleach and nevermind nirvana eps type songs yeah like i i I, like like this and barnacle both kind of give me that vibe um i mean and that's probably the only like the only positive thing i can really say about them other than that like it didn't offend me i guess is that oh it kind of reminds me of this like really weird era of nirvana before they hit big (laughs) yeah 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 um I, 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 to, to me, this, um, you know, this track kind of 
reminds me like it's almost trying they're they're trying to make a reference to um uh, unquestionable truth oh yeah one. yeah just 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 because it's kind of like i guess it's the commentary yeah or, like unquestionable you know, truth it, was trying for something a little more uh serious conscious yeah like they were trying to be socially conscious yeah yeah, yeah. And um, so, to me, this 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 one is is like, oh, we haven't forgotten that album. We might not ever have a part. This might be our part two. Yeah, um, just this song <laughs> is the unquestionable truth part two. Will Poppers. There you um, go. <laughs> I to me, I don't know. I, I think it's. I actually think it's one of the better tracks. Like, um, but that being said, it is thrown away. Yeah. Um, you know, by the end of it, it just doesn't round out, you know. No, it doesn't like, do anything. Yeah, it's like, oh, we got we got this idea, we got this more innovation, and Again, a, a lot of stuff on this album just sounds like ideas. Um yes. and not full oh, songs. Yeah. And, and this it, it sounds like stuff you upload to your SoundCloud for free. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Everybody the name is LB, I never hate to admit it Taking out your suckers and you don't know how I did it Lately I've been snappy, I gave up on the fitted Sometimes up on the bucket, eventually I kick it Chocolate on the starfish, everybody kiss it I pray that you don't get it and I ain't even religious I don't need your instant and I don't want your digits Hit somebody else up when you're trying to sell your tickets Everybody got a mic, chasing all they can to get another like After I get done recording this, I'm gonna need a snacky poo. Today. So, um, yeah, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't mentioned this um, yet, but mm-hmm. one thing I, I really have the strong association with listening to Limp Biscuit, and it comes from you know being 13, um, is um, melted cheese on tortillas. I know exactly what you're. Yes. With, hot, uh, hot with some kissed with some sunkissed. Um, I used to eat like those bags of tortilla chips, especially the ones that were shaped like the little cups where you could like you could put you could put the cheese down in them and microwave that shit. Yes. I That's what I have. There you go. That is the best right shit. Right in front of me. Right in front of me right here. Oh my yep. god. Yeah, I need Y'all that shit. Y'all ever taken a hot dog and wrapped some American cheese in a tortilla around it and cooked that in the microwave? I can't say that I've done that mostly because I don't like American cheese much at all. Like just straight like slab of American cheese. It actually makes me gag most of the time. So, <laughs> Taylor, um, I'm gonna have to try it. But but the 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 tortilla chips that shake like the little cups, and you got like the 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 Taco Bell sauce or or whatever brand you get. Yes. I know that mine used to be Taco Bell. You pour that mm. over, throw that in the microwave for like a minute. There's your fucking Saturday evening. <laughs> Yep. That's uh, my snacky poo right there. That's my snacky poo. Um so um this the hook to the song is something I would expect from Limp Biscuit. It has a, it's a very Limp Biscuity kind of hook. Yeah, it, it, this is a song about internet clout basically, about people fishing for likes. Everybody got a right. mic. Yeah, it's it's, it's <laughs> it, that's what it's about. Uh I will there is a like the funniest moment in the album I think is on this track. Um, oh, 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 is it, 
Is it the crickets? Yeah, yeah. You should play yeah. it for us because your audience is crickets. And then like, <laughs> and then the crickets come in and he's like, gotta, yep. lo gotta love the crickets. <laughs> yeah. And you should play it for us because your audience is crickets. Gotta love the crickets. I will say. <laughs> I literally that. laughed out loud the first time I heard that. Every time I hear it, I laugh out loud. Yeah, it's really uh, good. I can't believe I'm about to say that. Say this um, out of all of Limp Biscuit's work, it is the most adorable and cutest moment. <laughs> right? It's so, like, it just, it's such, like, you ad-libbed that, and it was funny in the moment, and that's why it works, because you did not yep. plan that. You just, like, the, the your that's engineer, the your engineer had that cricket sound queued up, and you were just like, gotta love the crickets, and it, and it worked. <laughs> that is the only way a take like that happens, and it's just so fucking funny. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, I think generally this song is kind of like a, a far lazier um, dad vibes. Dad vibes. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Far more lazier uh, dad vibes. It's you know a lot of it's just not as funny, but you get to that part and yeah. it really does kind of redeem it. You redeemed um, yourself a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. But then you get halfway through. Oh no! And, the song is literally over at two twelve. But yeah, this, but this track but it is does not four, end. The track is four minutes. How could this be? What do you mean there's two minutes left? Oh, uh, it's time I, for a fake podcast interview. I hate, I hate skits like this where they do a fake interview and it's mm -hmm. just very clearly Fred and Wes. And like Wes Borland is just giving one word answers to these questions that aren't like questions they're just like you like your favorite food is blah 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 and his response is just right. yeah I, I love when they start that asking him list. your <laughs> your favorite bands and i'm like yeah maybe you don't list maybe don't list a bunch of bands i'd rather be listening yeah. to <laughs> oh i know Oh, oh yeah. man. Yeah, it's just like, for some reason, this should have just been its own track because Snacky Poo in and of itself is over two minutes and like some change. And this should have yeah, just been a skit. Yeah, and Snacky Poo, it was almost like, turn it up, bitch. I'm like, okay, Limp Biscuit is better when they're just rapping. Yeah, they kind of are. It's, I mean, I, lo I love Wes Borland on guitar, but man, oof. Yeah. yeah, but the, yeah, the the fake interview thing at the end is just why is this here? It's not even funny. I can't it's even not imagine funny at all. I can't even yeah. imagine it's funny to them because there's not like, are we supposed to think that this is like a prank call? Or like, there's no context for what this is even supposed to be. It's just right. Fred Durst putting on a bad accent, fake interviewing Wes Borland, who is just answering, yeah, okay, uh huh, uh -huh. okay. Sometimes it's hard to sleep When you're lying next to me All the secrets that you keep Always come out when you dream I know you've been hiding things You've turned into my Lion King But positively everything I say to you, it's what I mean It's time to go All this water underneath the bridge Is killing me so slow It's time
have been several baffling decisions on this album. Yeah, not the least of which is to end their album on on a on a three eleven outtake. Yeah, I'm calling this, this is a three eleven song. Sorry, I, I had down to me like I haven't. I really haven't listened to much three eleven. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I just said it's like is, I was like, is this a bad Incubus? I mean, like, yeah, this could be bad Incubus as well. Yeah, uh, the song is Add goodbye. Some, it's it's goodbye. It's uh, this is what we're close. It's yeah, bad sublime, bad three eleven, mm-hmm. bad Incubus. Like I can actually hear, like I can actually hear Nick Hexum on this track doing a better job and elevating mm-hmm. it somehow, rather than what like I don't know what this song's supposed to be about. <laughs> yeah, um, and I say like. It's also though it's got like this uh, this late '90s pop like R and B thing about it in the instrumentals. Well, like, yeah, it, 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 it wouldn't. I can hear uh, like Christina Aguilera. Oh, absolutely. Or even, or even shall we say Britney Spears? Right. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Singing over it, and that's uh, I just wonder. This is where you got that. This is where the yes. Britney vibes come in. Yeah, yes. like maybe yeah. this was a song written like in the early 2000s, and they're just kind of bringing it back now. Mm-hmm. It's potential, potentially, I suppose, potentially. I mean, it it may not be, but it just it it evokes that yeah that uh, era for me. Yeah, like um, all feelsy Fred kind of just feels like pining for Britney Spears because it just comes from that era and it's so potent. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think um, I know that you've been hiding things. You've turned into my Lion King. Uh, it's gonna uh, be nominated for a cringe lyric of the year. Woo! That's a stinker. Oh, that is a stinkerooski right out of an old butthole. Man, good lord, that's bad. It it hurts. Oof. I like I'm I am not like I I can put up with some bad lyrics, mm-hmm. you know, but if a particular one just stings me, I'm like that okay, just this like has be oh, bad. oh oh yeah, that one's oof. And we've had a lot of oofa doofa moments on this album. Like fucking Fredake? Man, <laughs> it takes a lot to upset Fredake. Yeah, uh, Lion King oh. may have just done it. Oh, God. Yeah, man. Yeah, the album just kind of ends on the note that an album probably should end on. It's just, a, you know, you, there's your ballady outro. Like, that's... Here's, here's your what-the-fuck moment, yeah. you know? Like, like they have they have a what the fuck moment at the end of their first album, but it's weird and interesting because it's like this sixteen minute fucking uh, psych out fucking psychedelic rock track that's just like where did this come from? Yeah, that threw me. And it's really uh, good. It's it actually yeah, it holds up. Yeah, it's it's it it definitely has this this like almost like almost ambience about it that you're yeah. like you get you get into the headspace of um, and it. It threw me because when I when I first looked at it uh, at that runtime, mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, um, album from the '90s. Surely this thing is not 16 minutes. No, uh, there's gonna be some like there's Long gonna be some silence. silence and then a bonus track. Yeah, like that's that's or our hidden track. Like yeah. that's how I remember um, that type of thing. But no, it's it's a no, legit it, like just straight up a 16 minute." psychedelic track from a fucking limp biscuit like me. what <laughs> very novel yeah it's it, it just is like wow okay all right 
Um, but this so. is not that. This is just oh no. It just, this is just yeah. It's a kind of a crummy like half baked pop song, I guess. Yeah, there was a lot of um, fans on the Reddit that were like, like kind of having theories. Like, is this the last? Because it's called Goodbye. Yeah, right. This know, could and, be the last Lip Biscuit album or something. This, this, I hope this isn't the last one, and I kind of agree. I I don't want it to be the last no, one because no. it's such a such a wet fart, you know. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like this is not what you want your career to go out on. Right, right. Yeah. Just, I think this is the this is a song I have the least to say about. <laughs> oh yeah, it's just like it's just in one ear and out the other. Like I mean, even more so than the weird ballads, but at least those were like funny in some way. This is just kind of there, and it's just like yeah, you that's there because you can't end the album on Snacky Poo. Yeah. Uh, so I guess. I guess that's the album as a whole. Taylor, what are your final thoughts on Still Sucks? Well, hey, I didn't hate it as much as I thought I was going to, and it's not even the worst album we've ever talked about on this show, but it's still very not good. Okay, and does Limp Bizkit, in fact, still suck? You know what? Hey, maybe I should go listen to $3 Bill, because I've never listened to any other Limp Bizkit album in my life. I think that, that the funniest thing about, about, about $3 Bill is they've got a song on there called Stink Finger. And they're, oh, boy. And they're actually, yes, the, the instrumental is very much trying to capture the same essence of Stink Fist. Oh, of course. But it's not bad. That it's w- not bad. It's just kind of like, it's very funny. Like, growing up back then, you know, I got it. I was like, oh, okay. Like, uh, because Fred Durst has often uh, mentioned that he admires Tool a lot. So, yeah. they've yeah. covered and, Sober. So. And why And why wouldn't you? Tool used to make good music. Yeah, they used to be real good for a long while. And then we just don't talk about, we, we <laughs> yeah. just don't talk about Fear Inoculum. Oh, hey, hey, still sucks is like less than half the runtime of Fear Inoculum. Yeah, hey, there you go. There you go. There you go. I don't that's, know if that makes it better or not. That's but a point. It is a thing. That is a point for still sucks. It is half yeah. the length of Fear Inoculum. PH, like, what are your final yeah. thoughts on still sucks? I think I'm just going to echo a lot of what y'all were, you know, what, what y'all have been talking about. Um, you know, positives. It's a breezy album. Yeah. It's in and out. You know, it's 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 not the worst thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely has its cringe, um, <laughs> but it's not it's it's not like I've listened to short albums before mm-hmm. that are like a slog to get through. Yeah. Um, that funny enough, the first album that just popped in my head was uh, the Kanye West uh, Jesus oh, is King. Oh God! Why would you do that to yourself? I, I dabble in many things. Oh, in. You are uh, you are a brave soul. <laughs> I gotta know. I want to give every album, you know, that people are talking about. Right. I want to. I want to give it a chance. Yeah. You know, I like sit form your and, own. Form your own opinion. Right. You know? Exactly. Yeah. And I've been I've been very surprised um, before, and it's it it. it I don't know. Like I, I I think I used like when I was a teenager, I was probably a bit of a bit of an asshole in the sense of like pre having already pre-made opinion on stuff mm, that I hadn't really listened to. Right. Uh, and I think that just damages, um, it, it, it really cuts you off from things that you might otherwise really enjoy. Absolutely. Um, I get that. I think that's fair. Yeah. So, um, 
I got a little bit off. I got a little introspective there. I apologize. <laughs> um, uh, but to go back to maybe even uh, delirious for a minute. <laughs> Oh, that was perfect. Um, uh, so, overall, um, yeah, this it's a breezy album. I would say, though, that it's an album that does make me scratch my head a little bit because, like, I, I've mentioned Gold Cobra before. I think that's their worst album. Mm-hmm. That's Limb Biscuit's worst album. Um, but, like, I'm sure when that album came out, it was about five years after Unquestionable Truth. Yeah. And um, Gold Cobra has like 16 tracks. It's an Ooh. hour. At least this is this is the deluxe version, right? But I'm trying to think of it as in the perspective of a fan. Right, so, right. Uh, I knew know, some I knew some Limp Biscuit fans who were creaming their pants about Gold Cobra. Yeah, yeah, and I think they would they would be over the moon with that album because I think it that album would deliver, especially if it's been five years. Yeah, you know, and then oh like. You know, and it's it's a um, I guess it's it's a kind of a it's a full thing, you know, yeah. a full meal. Uh, but I, 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 looking at the Reddit responses, it's just it, it is. I'm just scratching my head. It's like how happy with this because just... this album is half ass. It's half, yeah. It's it's it, they're like they don't really, they don't. I don't. I I, I get the impression that we're just fucking around. I'm just getting the band back together just to fuck around. We made some tracks. Here you go. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, um, it's... It, it, yeah, I, I, it's it's almost like they're just saying, ah, fuck it. Here you go. You yeah. know, like, it doesn't, it doesn't seem to... I wouldn't... If, I, and I guess this is my perspective, but if I've been waiting for this long, you know, and then I got this, and then I'll I would not be happy. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, like a lot of people bag on Chinese democracy, just, it, it, and I don't think that album is as bad as people make it out to be. Uh, but was it like a 16-year wait album? <laughs> okay, you got me there. Yes, I do like that album, but I'm not going to say that that's what I waited 16 years for. Yes. Yeah. Hey, remember remember when Dr. Dre uh, was going to make an album called Detox, and then he's like, yeah, actually, I finally just deleted all those project files and made Compton instead. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's very right. funny. Yep. That's very Maybe very that's funny. what should have happened that's here. That's probably, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm in the same boat. Like, I'm never going to listen to this album again. Like, this is kind of like, you know, I had my fling with it. Uh, we did it. And I was just like, yeah, sorry, guys. This just is not good this is not like is this the is this really the best that you could do i guess i believe that this is the best they can do at this point but maybe it's just it's 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 kind of sad like because you see that again there's a lot of talented members in this band Um, yeah so it's like i i i do have this feeling like i'm like i I think they could do something. Yeah, I think they if they if they like focused on it. Like had, three dollar bill and 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 the unquestionable truth part one exists for a reason. Yeah, yeah. There's 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 like a there's like a plan and an execution and you know mm-hmm. it it's it's followed up and it it you know there might be some flaws about them but at the same time it it feels it it's got something to it but you know. Um, 
this is just yeah this i i don't know it it just okay all right <laughs> you know that's i wouldn't i wouldn't release this as you know i wouldn't say that this is like our new album it's almost like ah oh, these were just some unreleased studio I stuff i would have given this away as a mixtape there, there you go <laughs> I, I mean, I they practically fair because did. they practically did. They didn't advertise this at all, so maybe that's what they're going for. But this is being called an album, so we can only go with what they've told us. Mm-hmm. Watch, watch them, watch them, like in in January or something. Drop just like a two hour long double album. Oh or God! Like that. there you go. You have my guarantee that if Limp Bizkit does this, we will review it. I already promised yeah. it, so you can't walk it back. <laughs> the only way you're ta- the only way you're gonna make this not happen now is if you it, it, is if you come into my house and steal the files before I edit it and post it. <laughs> hey, you know, hey, I had fun doing this. It's it, it's far from the most miserable I've been listening to an album right. for this show. That's a damn good point. We did listen yeah. to We Are Chaos. <laughs> oh God. What you, who, there, there's well, a there's a few there's a few Marilyn Manson albums that could fall under that yeah, oh god category. Yeah, yeah. I uh, when it came to Manson, I was like um, still digesting, like because I was uh, giving them like a fair mm-hmm. a fair shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, again, like I, when I approach this album, I want to like live in it for a while. Live in it, yeah. So um, I stopped with Mechanical Animals. That oh. was. Um, so yeah, if, if if you're if you're you know you're mentioning some other album that right right yeah 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 that was the latest yeah. one the latest one it was last yeah. year so yeah okay anyway I think that is gonna wrap us up that was Limp Bizkit still sucks we're we're happy that you joined us PH I uh, hope that the the I hope that you know you eased into it you were fantastic like you belong here you're you're home. You're home. You're fine. Thank you. Hope oh, you had a good time. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. This this has been a blast. Fantastic. Um, uh, you know, like it's 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 like just like hey, I'm I'm you know this is my limp biscuit experience and you know this is the therapy session. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great way to put it, Taylor. Where can the internet folks at home find you? I'm still at SoundCloud.com slash Western Desolation. I haven't uploaded anything in like a year. <laughs> mm, it's understandable. PH, do you have anywhere on the internet folks may be able to find you, or are you mostly just hanging around on the Discord? Mostly just hanging around on the Discord. Occasionally, uh-huh. there's occasionally might post something on the forum. Not right. Um, Remember forums? I love forums. I love them, and I wish they'd come back. I know. <laughs> well, sad. <laughs> And thank you for taking the journey with us, everybody. You will hear from us once again on December 21st for the first episode of our annual Album of the Year casts. Those are going to be exciting. So you got some time to get used to that and get ready. You can send your top three albums to polyatsocksmakepeoplesexy.net if you want to uh, let us know what you thought was great this year because, man, there's certainly a lot that we had to dig through, and I'm still working on that list. So Yeah, me too. But we'll talk about that more next month. <laughs> so we will talk to you again sometime soon, friends. Listen to more Death Grips. I always wish you well.